In today's episode, Nick and Brian had a sit down with Sailors and Sticks members Chris Rucker and Lance Skiba. This uh, started out as just a uh, evening of fellowship, sprinkling in a little bit of mentorship, and then we went live on the podcast. Hope you enjoy. All right, guys, we're start the podcast. Today is episode seven. Uh, we're here with, uh, it's me and uh, Brian Brown, and uh, we have two Sailors and Sticks uh, members. It's uh, Lance Skiba and Chris Rucker. Uh, this is an impromptu. We're over here uh, doing some work stuff, and then we decided that we were going to make it some Sailors and Sticks stuff. Yeah. So uh, Brian was asleep during yesterday's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, he, he was. Fully admitted. So he was fully. Uh, Harassing me, yeah. telling me that we were going to do this podcast today. So I need some redemption. He needs redemption. He he needs more than nineteen words in the, in the <laughs> podcast. Um, he won't. He wouldn't even listen to yesterday's podcast because uh, I'm fucking embarrassed. He's That's fucking why. embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> but that being said, uh, so we'll kick it off here. So Lance, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, Navy career and and whatnot. All right, hi everybody. Uh, normally, or I'm sorry, originally from Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, I I did a tour as an FT on the uh, Jacksonville, both out of Norfolk, and uh, the, the, the shift over to Pearl Harbor. Uh, thought I was too smart, so I got out. Uh, did a little time up at Nas Green Bay. Uh, came back in, crossed right over to Torpedoman. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, got married when I was back home in the reserves, came back in, uh, did my uh, uh, TM tour on the uh, Pasadena out of San Diego. No, currently at uh, Serving Squadron 6 over here in Norfolk. All right. So you were an FT and then became a TM. Correct. So downgrade. when you were out, <laughs> yeah, you did downgrade. Uh, but so when you came back in, was there just not an FT build available to you or did you want to be a TM? Yeah, no, it was uh, uh, twenty, late 2013, early 2014. PTS bullshit? Yeah, PTS. And uh, and when they were, they were just coming out with Seaway, so the... Uh, the line coming out of Millington at the time was uh, the FTs were at 104 percent, so they <laughs> they were they were more than willing to take me, but it was gonna be it was not gonna be as a FT. And, and what and what uh, pay grade were you when you got out? E five. E five, and then came yeah. back as E five, and, yep. and then now he's a chief. Cool. All right, Chris Rucker. You're up. Oh, nice. Well, I uh, grew up just south of Chicago. Let me specify: not south Chicago, south of Chicago. We don't have any of those knife or uh, you know gunshot wounds over here. Um, Sox fan? No. You're a Cubby? Still a Cubby fan. Yeah. Wow. I got trained right. I got trained right. That's why you specify not being from Southside. Yeah. Not, <laughs> I'm not Southside. <laughs> not Southside. Um, yeah, pretty much joined, uh, joined the Navy right out of high school. Um, first boat was actually the Rickover and uh, decommed with, it. With Powell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Powell was on the, he, when y'all decommed, Powell came to the West Virginia with me. Yeah, no. Jamie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know him. It was kind of awkward when I saw him as a first class and he was still a second class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so went off there, split tour to the Montpelier, uh, then went up to Submarine Learning Facility in, in Norfolk. Um, then after that, went to the Boise when it was still actually operational. Oh, it was God, when it was God's boat. When, when it still was, oh, yeah. it was God's boat, God then boat. I shifted the other God's boat apparently to the John Warner. Her Majesty's ship. Her Majesty's <laughs> ship. Her Majesty's <laughs> ship, John Warner. Now I'm up here at Squadron 6 as well. Squadron 6, uh, he's uh, both these guys in the weapons department. Um, 
Chris is a squad in FT, squad in six, and Lance is a squad in, well, I said squad in Torpedoman, but actually he does like a lot of shit. Everybody's job. He does a lot of shit, <laughs> yeah. um, to, to say the least. His so, job sucks. Um, that is true. <laughs> so Chris, could you imagine that, so Lance is, I would say Lance is outnumbered, but he, you know, at one time he did have the barstool rating of, of being an FT. Um, uh, but what, what do you think about Lance downgrading to the torpedo room as a rate? Like, was that something that you could see yourself doing? Not really. I don't think you have the upper body strength. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the funny part of Lance didn't tell in his story was he got brought specifically to a boat uh, from uh, Captain Cooper, right? Oh, God, yeah. Got brought to a boat yeah, after being the TM to go sit ST. So, like, he was a TN sitting in sonar stacks. Yeah, so, yeah. When, when I showed up to Pasadena. As a fire FT. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I showed up three days before they deployed. And, uh, we were, yeah, we were only underway for about a week when uh, TMC came down and said, hey, uh, Cat wants to talk to you. And I report to his stateroom. So, I, I go up and see Cat Cooper. He's waiting on me. Walking uh, walk in his stateroom. He's got the broadband call card kind of already half filled out. And uh, and he's like, you know, calling you up, you know, like I, I need the lefty. Bring the lefty. Yeah, he's like, you know, sit broadband until we get the sonar division up to speed. Where right. do you need me, sir? Like, Fire FT. I don't care. <laughs> Beat yeah. Go fucking, yeah. you know, track shrimp. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's uh, fine. So when I, I split tours or uh, cross rate, I was an FT or sonar tech then became FT. And for mine was medical, right, for hearing. But I, sh I checked into Asheville and it was three weeks before we deployed. Ooh, yeah, and cool. literally at 758, and uh, normally we say Sonos Pocos Pota Locos. Uh, and then, so they were like, fuck, we deployed. This guy doesn't know shit about strike, <laughs> tracking, but I was qualified as Thunder Suit. So they were like, fuck it, let's put him in the chat, get him requalified, whatever. And as an FT, yeah, okay. right? And But I was Thunder Tech, like, three days ago yeah, yeah. and you know so the sonar chief who was like really my only advocate in the entire chief's quarters he was like the motherfucker was cross-rated because he can't hear and going on a fucking mission with a dude that can't hear this <laughs> so they let me stand ftow right and uh did that it was kind of cool so one of my memorable moments uh being there on station and I had, before it was a requirement, I had the narrowband stacks up, up top because I was always interested in that kind of stuff because I was still a solar tech by heart. And uh, I had this J.O. got his fish, you know, yesterday and he just started talking shit. He's like, what the fuck do you have that? You don't know what you're looking at. You know, <laughs> fucking you need to put CP up, blah, 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 all that stuff, right? And the WEPS was in my section, Tom Luna. And he tapped the, he tapped this, uh, Lieutenant JG and he's like you were like in high school when he was doing that job he's a prior sonar tech he's a sonar supervisor shut the fuck up and go to the other side of control room right and it was like he's like what are you talking about and he was like he's a sonar tech man like he's got it so it was cool like for me I was like cause I wasn't even qualified I was a UI still and it was cool that the WEPs like had my back and supported me through all that and stuff so so Lance what was your experience outside of the Navy? Like when you got out for those year or two? You said you thought you were yeah. too smart right. for the Navy. Yeah, so like, no, very fair. How did that go? So you can educate all our listeners out there about 
I'm too smart for the Navy. How did that go through? Yeah, so... I, I had a plan. I was telling everybody, oh, I'm going to go be a firefighter. Like, I'm going to be a firefighter. Got my dolphin. Yeah. Yeah, right. So I get out and realize that I gotta, you gotta, still got to pay the bills. So, uh, you know, I, I take a, a, a job at a, a, go, a government contractor up in northern Wisconsin. It was just going to be, you know, 40 hours a week, working nights so that I could go to school during the day. Uh, but quickly turned into 72, 84 hours a week. So I wasn't able to go to school. Uh, so I quit that. Decided I'm going to go to college. <laughs> Tried that, that out for a little while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that worked out. Yeah, right. So smart, huh? Yeah. So smart. Quit the Navy. Quit contact job. To go to college. Yeah. Man, I've, I've been there, right? Yeah. Whatever it is, yeah. I've, yeah. I've tried yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, I went to a, a tech school. I don't know, computer programming or some crap. I just got a part-time job working at an airport, throwing bags. So you a TSA guy? No, man. You were doing I'm, the bags. I was through the bags in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped no. a yeah. You sold cars too, is that what she said? No, no, she said I jumped a part. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that I, yeah, I, I, I uh, met the woman that would be my wife. So, needless to say, all that shit fell apart. It, it just it didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. So out I well. went back to construction, which is what I did before I joined the Navy. Fucking okay, I, I was happy. I, everything was fine. Uh, there, there were some issues uh, with some union contract negotiations and and all that. You were good will hunting. You were fucking. <laughs> yeah. Were fucking the smart. The smart. Yes. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, he was FT, so he was smart. And uh, yeah, ultimately I ended yeah. up coming back in. So if anybody out there has got a junior guy that thinks he uh, knows better, have him give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> give me a Lance, give a story of everything. Oh that's my good. god, that's, yeah. that's so funny. All so, my uh, contact info will be in the bio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Chris, uh, and, and, and being aware of our uh, unclass level here, um, so. Uh, FTC on board uh, Her Majesty's ship John Warner, right? Yeah. Uh, I think you guys were in the news a couple years ago. That's uh, the plus side. Can you can you talk a little <laughs> bit about that for what you're allowed to say in this forum? Well, the lucky thing is uh, they literally put this all over the news. Probably about four to five hours after this happened, so made a little bit of unclass to talk about. Yeah. So we uh, for the first Virginia class uh, that was able to actually launch. Uh, strike against a uh, a adversary. Adversary, yeah. probably the best way to say it. Um, so uh, that was definitely a very uh, interesting time because, as an FT, so fire control technician, most people that hear that actually jump to what Skiba wanted to be like. Oh, you fight fires? Like, no, no, we launch things. Like, mm -hmm. we launch torpedoes and tomahawks. Uh, so there's very few, far between uh, FTs that can actually say that that they had that opportunity to. Uh, launch and every deployment that most FTs go on, they're always like, "Hey, we might launch. You got to be ready." And so I've heard that three deployments already. I was like, "Yeah, sure, I believe you. I believe you." Didn't think it was going to happen. And then I realized they completely like cleaned the slate and moved us over there. It's like, "Oh, this is happening. This is this is actually happening." So definitely a surreal moment. Uh, what what was the uh, what was the you know because a lot of submarine missions that all of us have done classified we can't talk about and you get a different kind of hoorah out of that when we do those missions but 
this is a mission where you're legitimately uh, yeah. launching verticals, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what, what was what was the boat's atmosphere like when that was happening? Uh, the funny part is, uh, I mean, there, there's obviously recording that's always happening in control, just in case, you know, they, so they can there's any kind of incident, like they can go back and similar kind of like a black box on the They can see you the mask. Yeah, they can see what happened. Yeah. yeah, so they go back and look <laughs> at it and see what happened. They can yeah. review that. Yeah. So it's just very funny because they're like, hey, we're going to maintain professionalism in control. Um, so we literally had our EDMC during the time. Like he was in control as the uh, formality watch. Formality. That, 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 that was a thing. That was a thing during that, right? Formality watch. Yeah. Oh, my so, God. No. So wow. it was... And if there's thing. anybody that's not formal, it's a fucking nuke, by the way. They're all semen yeah. stuck yeah. in first class yeah. bodies. Yeah. So, yeah. so here we are, you know, doing this and come up to launching and we, we send that first bird in the air. Um, we have to be absolute quiet control and naturally, I mean, those Knuckle Dragon uh, TMs, like, they're right below control. So we launch and all you like, yeah! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and from where our uh, cruise mess, which based off like the air ducting and the air system, like you usually can't hear them either. We hear them, and they're probably about thirty to forty yards away from us. We hear them from from cruise mess too. And I'm sitting here like, why the fuck am I sitting here? I have to be absolute <laughs> quiet, and I can hear everybody else on the boat just losing their shit. So, so the moral of that story, right? <laughs> it's for all you commanding control. officers out there. If you're gonna station a formality watch, you need to be in torpedo yeah. room. So, so you, got, you guys have deployed a lot. Um, what have you guys found is your like most memorable cigar moment or uh, your most memorable drink you've had? Kind of those things. Like, what's your favorite stick? Those kind of in those type of environments. Do you have a Do you have a memorable Lance? Do you have a memorable cigar experience in the Navy? Yeah. That doesn't count Swisher Sweets and that. <laughs> yeah, fucking PBRs and fucking Backwoods. Okay, well, this story's done, so I guess I'll talk now. <laughs> yeah, I'll have turned over pretty quick. I, I'm not, I don't have the, the most experience when it comes to the cigars and the, and the you know, the finer things in life. Uh, I am a, a big fan of the PBR, the Keystone, the Backwoods. Ice House. Yeah, <laughs> the Beast. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 I'm the Beast. beast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I actually, I, I didn't, I didn't enjoy, I didn't, did not enjoy a, a cigar for probably a dozen years. I, there, there is one experience that I do have, but I think my wife would probably be able to tell the story better than I would. <laughs> while I was there, I wasn't all there. <laughs> and we've been there. Oh, yeah. Been there. <laughs> like yesterday? Yeah, like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's never gonna escape that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I got pits. Uh, Chris, do you have a memorable cigar moment? Navy, underway, sub ball, anything like that. We this story can go anywhere, really. Uh, there's a couple. Um, well, one was just after the the launching. I mean, there's still a lot of like data that we have to get set up to send off for like a reconstruction package, you know, after the strike. That's why you don't clean up. So yeah. I can't clean, I gotta go do reconstruction. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, got, we, got, we got to go do all, all the stuff, yeah. which is one of those fun things. They don't teach you about any of this during your exercises and, and you know, trainings, and then like the real life thing happened. They're like, hey, we need all this data. It's like, huh? Like some of that data you only can get during the strike. It's like, oh, well, I guess you're not gonna get it. Yep. Uh, but afterwards, you know, they started, they, they lit the smoking lamp. So for those that don't know, like, 
Uh, there's no smoking on submarines. It's like very few and far between when you have that occasion where they'll light the smoking lamp, uh, usually for a celebratory <laughs> manner. Uh, this was obviously one of those. Um, cruise mass and water room. Cruise mass, wardroom, and chief's quarters awesome. uh, is where they, they lit it. That's and awesome. I was happy for one of the chiefs. Uh, There's only two chiefs that on the boat that really smoke cigars. And we had a chief officer humidor that was left in the wardroom. And they, uh, one of the chiefs wouldn't grab that humidor out of the wardroom, so they didn't smoke all our cigars. Awesome. Uh, but sure enough, uh, the all chief, gone. The, well, yeah. uh, they were <laughs> all gone. So the chief started, some of the chiefs started smoking my cigars, uh, and I was pissed. Like, oh, I thought it was a, a you know, not a really good one, because it just had the plastic wrapper instead of the tube. Oh, my God. So I lit him up. But then later on that night, when we, the FTs, we were working still another two, two hours afterwards getting the stuff, and finally we were able to go. The XO was running around the boat like, I hate the smell. The smoking lamp's out at 12, and like, it was like 11.55, and I was like, my FTs have been working this whole fucking time. When they're done, they're going to come down here, they're going to have a smoke, and I don't care what you say. Yep. And then you started bitch, like, I hate the smell, and they walked away. And sure enough, all the FTs came down. We had the Chiefs quarters for ourselves as FTs. Oh wow! Nice. And that's that's memorable for the yeah. E4s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. all of them. The Chiefs, the Chiefs gave the quarters to us, and they all left. And the FTs got all lit up, and I gave them some of my cigars that weren't smoked by others. Yeah. And yeah, and we enjoyed a good time. Fuck, that's that's an awesome yeah. story. That really is. Yeah. Shit, man. That's better than any fucking cigar story I have. What's your uh, <laughs> What's your guys' favorite drink? What do you guys like? Mm-hmm. We already know what Lance's is. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, free. So, yeah. so like, cool, free, cheap. So I, I am, you know, I have a bar in my house, and I like to keep it stocked. I think it's decently that's stocked. A very, uh, yeah. that's, yeah. a very, that's a very modest uh, most of it. I have about 37 bottles on the shelf. I say 37 because I've counted. Uh, on the <laughs> shelf. And then I got a top shelf, you know, thing. And uh, clearly I didn't have to get the top shelf debriefs of Lance because he was never going to go there. But, <laughs> um, you know, with this whole thing, right? So, you know, if it's there, it's available, right? I'm very open. Like, if you have a bar, right, and, and you don't want people drinking shit, you have to be smart enough to hide it before people show up, mm-hmm. right? Especially if you get too many people coming. Uh, obviously, it's small here just with uh, Lance and Chris here. But, so Lance goes to the bottom of the $19 handle of something Jim Beam. And that's what he's drinking. I mean, I've got Blanton's Buffalo yeah. Trace. I've got three bottles of Mitchers. Yeah. I mean, I have a good array rum. We got some you, you good shit. Laugh, you can laugh about it all you want, but I know what I know and I know what I don't know. Yeah. And I don't want to be that guy that, that, that grabs that $100 bottle when... You shouldn't. I don't appreciate it any more than the ten dollar bottle. And first which of is all, fine. You yeah. know yourself. You know your taste. Right. So I'll drink the cheap stuff so everybody else can enjoy the, the, you know, the good stuff. First of all, Nick's underselling his bar. Like, right? <laughs> yeah, he sweet. has most liquors that a bar would not even carry. Right. Yeah. So it's definitely not something you would see in somebody's house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always kind of been a goal of mine to have a bar in a house. So lucky enough to have it. But it was just. Seated. It was funny that. Uh, you know that Lance grabbed the the, the Jim Beam <laughs> fucking <laughs> handle. Yeah. I think that was actually hidden underneath the. It, it was, was behind the bar. It was behind, behind, even on the shelf. It was behind the bar. <laughs> it was underneath the bar. So it's like I don't even know how he found that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny because I think of Jim Beam. I think of two people. Two, can you guys think of two people you think of when you think of Jim Beam? Well, now I think of Lance. Class <laughs> <Yeah. So> <laughs> three. <laughs> There's two people I think of. I think of Kid Rock. Yep. Mm, and I think true. of uh, of uh, Malakunas. 
from the 70s show. She does all the jazz. She does all the jazz. Oh, yeah. Right. No. Yes. No. Yes, she does. Yeah, she, she does. does all the Jim Beam ads. No, no, you're whiskey. It's Clearly, it's Jim Beam. It's not Jim. It's Jim Beam. <laughs> no, I thought she did all the Jim Beam ads. She's Jim Beam. I know she's Jim Beam. Because she's cute. She's got black hair. I like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> So. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Chris is a little more uh, so Chris went for the monkey shoulder and he first showed up. Taste uh, so I did I did Chris, the monkey shoulder at first. Uh, I shifted. Um, I had the, the Belvini uh, Caribbean cast now for fourteen years. That's my go to. Uh, I saw he had it on his shelf, but I I mean that's what I drink on a normal basis. So I was like, you know what? I've had monkey shoulder before, but it's been a while and usually when I had it, I think last time I was kind of already a little tipsy. So I would like, enjoy no, it. I was like, I want, I want to try this, you know, straight up. It's first. good though, right? Isn't that monkey shoulder good? It is really good. It's good. It's like thirty-five bucks. Yeah, I know. It's a good scotch, man. So yeah, a Belvini uh, Caribbean cast is my go-to, and I, I will stick to that one. Are you more of a scotch than whiskey guy? I am more of a scotch than whiskey guy. Okay. And now, are you all? Were you only on East Coast boats? Yeah, I was out of North. So yeah, I guess I didn't specify all the boats that I said. Like. The, the only time I have not been in Norfolk, not even East Coast, Norfolk, uh, was the my A school, where I was in you know, Connecticut, and then when I was on the Rickover, I started here in Norfolk, and then we went up to Portsmouth, New Hampshire for DCOM, and then I came back down to Norfolk. So hmm. I've been in for, I just hit my 15-year mark, uh, literally a month ago, actually, um, and out of those 15 years, 13 of them have been spent in Norfolk. Wow. I, I've, I've noticed something. So I've I've been kind of all over. I've been to Kings Bay, Groton, San Diego, Norfolk, uh, Guam five times for uh, Guam Pack uh, on the Asheville in 2010. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> and I've, I've noticed that when I get the guys over at the house and stuff here, just saying submariners, right? That's all that matters. Is, yeah. Is... Norfolk guys, East Coast sailors, they they like scotch more than the rest of the Navy. I've noticed that, and it's for obvious reasons, right? Because you do med runs, you do north runs, right. you're, you're pulling into Scotland, and you're pulling whatever, right? And I don't even know if that's the reason why, but I just feel like there's some sort of connection with you're it. You're more exposed so, to it. I, I want to hit you guys up. I want to hear your guys' experience on this, right? So I, I have a buddy, uh, actually one of the buddies I'm hanging out with tonight. Uh, he loves... You know the, the his bourbons, right? His mm-hmm. whiskeys and bourbons and stuff. So I realize there's a difference. So when you drink scotch, do you have more of a burning flavor or a sweet flavor to it? So I've I just got into scotch probably like three years ago, where I mean, I got into it meaning that something's drinkable. And so one of my best friends, Mike Gandara, he drinks Budweiser as his daily. But he's one little bit twelve is his mm-hmm. kind of go-to, and it's thirty-five dollar bottle. But it's a really good bottle of scotch, I think. Um, and Glenville obviously makes a lot better than the thirty-five dollar one little twelve. Um, but that's how I kind of got into it. And then I've had a bunch of different ones, and the PD, like I'm drinking liquid wood, doesn't do it for me. I like the PD stuff, and <laughs> I don't like it at all. Yeah. Ar- Ar- Ard bar or whatever that shit yeah. is, it's terrible. It's the most PD. Scotch I want to lick did. a campfire. I like it. No, I, I don't like that, right? Uh, so, <laughs> like, it, it's weird when you describe scotch whiskey. When you say the word sweet, the person that doesn't drink scotch or whiskey, they think that we're talking about, like, fucking a lollipop or fucking candy, right? It's a different sweetness when you talk about Yeah, that. so they, they, the difference is, uh, 
I guess how they actually put it in their scale is Pete, which is like, you know, Brian was talking about that uh, that campfire taste and yeah. smell that comes to it. And the other side, the, the sweet side, is really they call more of a flowery side. Yeah. So it's, it's just a little bit more of the floral notes, floral to, it. notes to it. But um, what I was getting is my buddy Jared, you know, he's also part of Sailors and Sticks. Uh, he likes his bourbon because he has a burn flavor to it. That's what he's. So he likes high proof. Well, and no, no, just just that what you would like. What I would consider a sweet bourbon, he has a burn flavor to it when he drinks it, and when he drinks Scott, he has a sweet flavor. That's weird. Yeah. So it's like, and then I asked, I brought this up. I didn't realize this was a thing of like swapping out, and I brought this up again, uh, a bunch of other sailors, um, and they're and sure enough, I was like, maybe it's just me and him, and then there was like an argument between six people, and they're all like, no, like I think it's sweet. No, I think it's a burn. So like, I didn't realize that between bourbon and Scotch that. Some people like that bur- burn flavor, which I do like. Yeah, I get that from Scotch. My buddy likes it, but he gets that from bourbon. Did you go to World of Whiskey when you were in Scotland? Like that whole they got that freaking museum. It's pretty much like you can get any whiskey Scotch I, I, you want. I walked in there. I got a Scotch for a buddy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to remember the exact place. I, I went to another uh, little distillery that had its own stuff. They had a bunch of Scotches in there, and they also had their own. So I have a twenty-two year. That I'll mm. need to break out. I might have to come bring some over so yeah. you can try some during your. I think it is a little bit peaty though, so it's all right. I mean, if it's coming from from the mainland over there, then uh, <laughs> you only get, you only can get what I have from Scotland at okay. that distillery. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down with that unique yeah. stuff. I'm 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 that guy that like oh you can only get this in Kentucky. Well, all right, well I guess I have to have it then. Give me that peaty <laughs> shit all day, man. You know, get that boutique it. fucking bourbon, yeah. right? Uh, that is interesting though. That comparison, I've never really thought about that. It's something I have to really think about now because for me, bourbon, scotch, my drink, kind of go-to, whatever, um, is the mood I'm in. Yeah. And, and before I built a bar, most people, you don't have a bar in your house. You kind of, you, you rarely have more than four to Ten bottles probably at your house at any given time for the most part right when you have a bar in your house it's just almost like you have to keep up with the Joneses if you will but keep up with the I churches have, <laughs> keep up with the churches keep up with the churches <laughs> uh, I feel like my variety has gone so much that sometimes I look at it and I'm just like I want the Bowman Choice tonight or I want the Bland's tonight uh, same with the sticks too yeah. like if you're drinking what's if that bottle that you have though that you save for you know special occasions so, that yeah. Is that so you know, so, so for me, Blanton's, and it's not, it, it's sixty dollars for a bottle. It's just not anything crazy, right? Um, but I love it. So it, it was the first bourbon served at the first Kentucky Bourbon, uh, or the first Kentucky Derby. Has a little horse on it. For those of you guys that haven't seen that, that's kind of like, kind of my go-to thing, right? And that was kind of my favorite bourbon for a long time. But then uh, a friend of mine uh, that uh, went to Kentucky, and he's like, hey man, what's some whiskeys you have trouble getting that you want me to pick up for you? One of them was this Willet here. So we have Willet here on the table. It's fucking uh, delicious. It's, it's a crazy, mm-hmm. y'all Google it if you have it. You just see the crazy eclectic style that, that the bottle is, right? It is by far <clears throat> one of my favorite top three bourbons. And um, there's almost nothing left for yeah, there's a backup though. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a backup though. Yeah. But um, 
in short, if I'm celebrating something, um, I do I do like Blanton's, um, and there's different and it's anything with the Buffalo Trace Distillery, which is owned by Sazerac, uh, which can include Blanton's, E.H. Taylor, Weller, uh, there's Buffalo Trace. There's a whole array that they do, but if I like want to have a memorable moment and I'm like, hey, I'm not get fucked up. I hope I want to enjoy this. For me, it's as simple as this plan. Yeah, Nick's not impressed by Japanese whiskeys out there. So. No, I do not. Like, <laughs> so I actually you... <laughs> gave Brian. So I've had a bottle of Japanese whiskey that was given to me when I got commissioned last yeah. or four years ago, yeah. and in that four years, I've managed to consume about ten ounces of this whiskey, <laughs> and I keep trying it and I keep not liking it. And uh, so last night when Brian was here, I just said, "Hey." Take it home, man. <laughs> was that the it. reason for the 19-word podcast? No, no, no. I had to ask. I had to ask. It was some other shit. But oh, okay. We had other whiskeys. Because we're on the Blanton's thing a little bit, guys. So there's a, there's a thing that Blanton's does. So there's little horse tops right on there. And each horse top is different. It's a different yeah. movement. As 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 the horse and the jockey are kind of going through the race, oh, so and it's like you collect them all. If you yeah. collect yeah. all eight tops, which is very so. First off, it's hard to even find a bottle of Blanton's. Then when you find one, you gotta like look for the letter because the letters on the horses spell out Blanton's B L A N T O S. Right. It took me four years to collect all eight tops. When you collect them all, you throw them in a Ziploc bag. <clears throat> you ship them to, to Buffalo Trace. They mount them on a stave for free. Oh really? And so I respect, I respect Nick's game on this because he didn't do the shit that everybody else does. Most people just try to find the letters, but he went and got them. Himself. You can get them on eBay for like five bucks. Yeah. But I was like, so every that's single yeah, top cool. that I have, legitimately was hunted by me. Yeah. Um, that I found. Drank by you. Drank by me. Yeah. And, and and all that right. So uh, yeah, big big. There's blank blank hunters out there, man. They'll go out and buy all the blankets <laughs> that the liquor store has. And they'll try to sell it. Yeah. And, so, and it, yeah, the black market's ridiculous for bourbon. Yeah, it's a yeah. whole other, and, and for scotch it is too. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's scotch that you can't get over here. Yeah. Um, but by the way, guys, apologize for this fucking horn honking fucking thing that we got going <laughs> There's, so uh, we're sitting in the garage because uh, we're on day 27 of straight rain yeah. in Virginia Beach. And my neighbors across the street are apparently having like a drive-by birthday party where people are all masked up and uh, handing off birthday presents. But uh, apparently, you're supposed to honk the horn 17 times in order to pass off the present. So, uh, apologize to keep hearing that. <laughs> Brian, you got anything? You got a lot of stuff to say. Yeah, I got a lot. The reserver from last night. Now you night. say yes to yeah. I didn't. I didn't really speak much last night. I mean, I had a lot of. I had a lot of whiskey, so uh, and, I apologize. And me. last night was a fun night. It was. Uh, I'm just gonna say it so Brian could realize he was there. Yeah. Um, but so we did have uh, one of the founders of Warfighter Tobacco Company here uh, at my house, and man, that was that was just crazy having you know. Sometimes people are like, oh, I'm, I made it, uh, whatever. It wasn't that. It was just crazy that this guy came out there Reach out and to us. because of all all the stuff that you guys do in the group of constantly tagging sailors and sticks and all the social media presence that we've had even at the small level it caught the attention of this of this tobacco company so much so is that when the founder came here to Virginia Beach he was like fuck who do I know here and he's like oh I know Nick and Brian he didn't know us yep. 
he knew we were here though and he reached out to us and uh, was like hey y'all down to fucking hang out and uh, when brian fucking told me i was like uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know yes, no please. i'm sorry i gotta go to taco bell uh, <laughs> i'm gonna be busy uh you know whatever so it was it was very cool having him over here and steve sedario over here with some really good things and that guy gave me some insight of what it's like to start a company from the ground up as you guys know kind of the smoke pit if you will our facebook page is kind of the camaraderie thing but me and brian are, are a company when it comes to the apparel and all that and you know we've talked before about wanting to make a cigar one day right. and we're actively pursuing that as we speak uh, but man that guy gave me some insight that i don't think is even available to the average joe uh, that that guy Joe Ingro. <laughs> that was yeah. Joe Ingro. <laughs> yeah, but if you guys, uh, that humidor that he brought over yesterday, I posted about it in the group. Uh, you guys got to pick that thing up. It's uh, it's very solid. It was cool seeing it in person. Uh, the smallest one's about an eight count one, and it comes with a bundle if you want it. But uh, I would definitely look at and getting that if you if you're looking for a humidor. I know some of the stuff that Nick and I post they don't have available. But definitely the hard pack humidor that they're rolling out right now would definitely grab that. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. All right, so Brian, do we hop into rapid fire? Yeah, man, let's do it. All right, you got some shit? Yeah, I got some shit. All right, go. All right, so uh, first one is for uh, Chris Rucker here. Oh. Yes. <laughs> is uh, since I know uh, Becca gave you a lot of shit at your wedding for your attire. Uh, about cargo shorts and everything else is like, have you ever? I want to add the man's texting while he's answering this question. Have you ever, to Becca? Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever worn socks with sandals? <laughs> no. That better I, be fucking no. I have. No, no, no. I have. I believe only once. Um, and I don't remember like if I remember doing it before, but I did once. I had like these. Leather Jesus sandals in, in, <laughs> in high school. Like Birkenstocks? Yeah. Like, I, it was like a full, not just Birkenstocks, like just like all of it was like leather going across a bunch of different tracks. I wore socks with it. I uh, went and went to, uh, you know, high school in it. You got beat up a lot, didn't you? <laughs> not, not at all. But it, but it was really awkward because, like, I didn't know who this chick was at the time. I mean, uh, background, like, I'm. The third of fourth, and there's four kids in five years. Okay. So oh, multiple years in a row, yeah. we had multiple kids in, you know, three kids in high school Holy cow. at a time. So this one of these girls, I'm uh, my older brother's two years older, so he's in uh, his grade. Like I didn't know her at the time, but she walked up to me and she was like, "Don't ever wear socks <laughs> with sandals <laughs> again." This was walking down the hot, you know, hallway, and I was like, "What?" He said. You better not ever wear socks with sandals again. From that day, I've never worn. That's that was my freshman year. Never good, worn socks. With that's sandals a good again. rule. Yeah, that's a good rule. Yeah, I mean, the thoughts never even crossed my mind. My mind, no, I've never done that. It takes the purpose of putting sandals on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. And now I wear sandals all the time, and she thinks I'm crazy without socks. Like, yeah, with, without yeah. socks in the winter, yep. doesn't matter. I've worn it negative twenty degrees weather. Socks. Lance. No socks. <laughs> Lance, if you could be famous for something, what would you like it to be for? Ooh, that's Soaring? Okay. <laughs> yeah. well, to be absolutely honest, uh, we appreciate honesty. Yeah, we, I'm, all, I'm all for it. To be a stand-up comedian would be pretty 
Shut up. I'm dead serious, man. Really? Like, are you on that Steve Sawyer or Brian Brown fan? Yeah, man, I know, and that's why I'm saying, to be absolutely honest. I know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm surrounded by some great. That's a rough game. That's a rough game to get into, let me tell you. Wow. Who's your favorite comedian, then? I know it's hard because it depends to on the topic and the yeah. genre. No, really? To be honest. Favorite Jim Gaffigan. Okay. I'm a big fan of Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan's good. Bacon. Good. I love the fact that the man can 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 do it without being overly controversial. Yeah. Like that is some actual talent. You know, yeah, because a lot of times it's easier just to be like shock and awe. Yeah, it's like, like a popular. Bill Burr is awesome. Yep. He, he he's probably he's number two, good. but but Jim Gaffin can keep it completely okay. clean mm-hmm. and and be just as funny. That's that's that's, that's pretty true. good. That's pretty good. Alright. Uh Chris. So if you're in the bathroom yeah, <laughs> and the toilet paper roll is almost empty. Do you change it out before your wife goes in there, or do you just leave it? Ooh. No. I guess the, the the first question is just before or after I'm using it. Before, if, I, if I'm using it, yeah. I'll make sure it's filled because I'm gonna need it. Is your wife oh, gonna give you shit if it's empty? That's why you wear a sock in each foot. <laughs> Backup. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually pretty good at that. It actually annoys me when. Uh, People don't do that. So, like, I know for me in the house, we have three different bathrooms, and I'm and I know that I have multiple rolls underneath radio. Yeah, right, right underneath every cabinet. So it's like, and then some of those where the cabinet's awkward, like there's a roll like right on the shelf, like something where you can easily grab it. Like if that roll is out, you're in an emergency situation. Oh, you you don't have to like get off the toilet to go get something. Like a toilet paper is ready for you to grab. Tell me this: what's more annoying than when you walk into the bathroom? And there's an empty roll, but someone just puts a roll on top of it. <laughs> What's more annoying? Yeah. That's a hard. All right, you're, you're, you're mid Duke, yeah. right? Yeah. And the door gets yeah. like blasted yeah. open. Like, hey, I need to tell, talk to you about something. <laughs> and then you got to do the duck conversational walk. piece. Yeah. You got to do the duck yeah. walk to get some more toilet paper. Is that what? And that like the epitome of laziness, though, when that roll is just on top of the empty roll, not added to the. Contraption. It, the, the worst part was even on the submarine, yeah. right? So all yeah. the sub, like, yeah. like you have those those like racks that all the pull, you know, toilet like papers are in, right? right? They have all of them. So it's like you have toilet paper there, and then on top of it, they they end up changing out the toilet paper roll typically, right? But then they leave the roll, and then the paper wrap. They the put it right back in there, <laughs> and then they put it either back in there or right on top of the roll, or leave it like this. Like, dude, you're leaving the yeah. the head just. Throw it in the trash on the way out. Like that bothered me more than anything. I was else. watching an interview with Oprah, and she doesn't realize who changes her toilet paper. She's like, "Oh, that's right, that doesn't happen." She's like, "They fold my toilet paper for me." Fold, yeah, fold it, fold it, fold it. She's like, "Yeah, out. whoever checks my toilet paper just folds it for me." I was like, "You don't have regular people problems." That's you don't a, have to that's, do it. that's <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, just, like, it's not infinity. It's yeah. just, you know, there. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. It just comes out of the wall. Just. Uh, Lance. Oh. Actually, no. Oh, uh, yeah, this question is definitely for Lance. <laughs> so, his wife's sitting like eight Uh-oh. inches away from him. <laughs> so, this could be good. But can you remember the most fun you've ever had and what were you doing? The most fun I've ever had? See, I was having a keystone yeah, my, <laughs> on the bay of Wisconsin. <laughs> Milwaukee's best. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, that was blast. I, I would have to divert back to the, the first real epiphany, kind of like semi-religious 
semi-wasted experience I've ever had. Uh, white water rafting. Religious as in you thought you were going to die. Oh, hell yeah. Yes, that shit's yeah. scary as fuck. I've done it yeah. twice. How and, long? Uh, oh, there's more. Oh. What's on the Fox River? Mm -hmm. Just uh, just north of uh, Wabino, Wisconsin. For anybody that knows that area. I don't, but I know that rap that white water it's, rafting or whatever. Is. It's not great up there. But if you get a little bit too much rain, then it can actually get uh, get a little bit fun. Awesome. Is it tubing? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, the tubing's a, a, you know, a little bit more relaxed. Tubing and beer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beer and That's just what you do. Mm -hmm. what? So I'll give this question to Chris. Uh, again, on your fashion choices or whatever, but... Uh, <laughs> What's the most embarrassing store you would probably be caught shopping at? If people saw you, they would make fun of you. Well, if you know Rucker, you'd make fun of him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, like, that I have shopped at? Yes. No. store that you're like in retrospect of like, that's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, like, have one? your haircut, like the Express. Or, <laughs> Victoria's they, Secret, they, they, you don't want to admit they, it? They, yeah. well, I can't tell you what I'm wearing underneath yeah. these you know, cargo shorts. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, when I was younger, like Express was, you brought up Express. Express was like the, the cheaper, nice way to dress up. That was like back when I was younger 20s. Didn't that used to be Buckle or something? Buckle. So Buckle, I... <laughs> there, there's a portion. So if you guys don't know me, quick, quick background. I like I like cargo shorts and I like plaid. So it's one of the few times, I mean, with it being, you know... Yeah, the Midwest white guy fucking started. Yeah, yeah. He's so, ready to get commissioned. Yeah, he's yeah. ready. <laughs> no, no, no. no. But not, just, but not, that, not that, like, sailor plaid. You just know, give that, him that, some sparies and he's good to go. Yeah, I don't play yeah. those sparies either. Yeah. No, no, no. It, it's like straight up plaid shirts and then... So you went from uh, Pac Sun when I was younger, and then I evolved to Buckle, and like that, Becca, my wife, hates it. So she, <laughs> she's telling me like, one time when we go back underway, and she's like, you're gonna come home and your closet's uh, your gonna be empty, and you'll figure out what you have when you get back. I'm like, just so you know, I'm just gonna go out and buy more plaid. Like, I, I, I like my plaid, I roll my sleeves up, it's not like that, and I don't, also, None of that afflicted shit where you like, have all the shit that's on the bedazzle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't do the bedazzle shit. Affliction. Yeah, just straight, just straight plaid. That's what I like. So, are you familiar with Dixon Company? Dixon. I'm not. So check them out. Um, they make a lot of cool plaid shirts, but the flannel company by trade. But they do a bunch of other stuff. But they make these for the summertime. These short sleeve plaid shirts that are like bamboo. Ones. So it's very. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous by the way um, we've got the fucking motorcycle festival going on across the street we're just outside of Sturgis but but it is the coolest shirt like coolest feeling okay and it's a, it's they're they come out with different colors right so next week they're they're dropping one for 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 Kobe getting ready to have Mama Day 24 and they'll be coming out with a purple and gold kind of plaid shirt or whatever so I'm definitely be getting that but check them out. If you like plaid shirts, it's a really cool company, Dixon. We'll do. La Esquiva. Uh, oh, so Lance, Lance is leaving. I had a really good question for him. Yeah, well, yes, oh, Lance. All right, all right. I'll yeah, we have some experience with Charles and so, South America. So before, <laughs> before we started the podcast, we were, we were, we were, we were doing some work-related uh, stuff here. 
and uh, Lance and his wife were getting to start a conversation that we halted because we thought it was appropriate to be recorded for the interwebs. And uh, all I caught was like, uh, you know, a trip to Colombia. Is that right? Colombia. Yeah, Colombia. Colombia. Oh no. And 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 it was and and she started talking about salmon colored shorts. And blue. Yeah. And then Light I blue. and then I stopped it He's because a, I'm I was sorry, like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> gotta be good. Salmon shorts. So uh, continue that conversation for the internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chicago guy. Apparently, your wardrobe needed to be upgraded. <laughs> Well, I'll preface the whole thing by saying the entire, I've, I've done two trips to Columbia, and both times, uh, sure, around sure. nine or ten days maybe, and I've been drunk the entire time. So if, if there's holes in it, my wife will fill in. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> That's Columbia. I love that place. We've all been in the drunk place. Yeah. I bought for you. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I married a Latina. And uh, my wardrobe is definitely taking a fucking turn for the weird. <laughs> and, and I, I have clothes that I've never worn before. I like to refer to them as like my Cuban drug dealer pants. <laughs> <laughs> the, the linen, yeah, right. Uh, the, the banana fucking outfit. Yeah, yeah. If you want to know how my wife wants me to dress, just watch Scarface. <laughs> uh, yeah. Eight years or running. Marco. Yeah, I'm yeah. still wearing yeah. Levi's yeah. and I don't know whatever the hell they should be. Yeah. Uh, Fleet Farm represent. Yeah, I think in uh, in specifics. Yeah, 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 pastel blue, pastel green, and, and salmon shorts. Salmon, salmon, salmon. I'm glad y'all say salmon, not salmon. Salmon. <laughs> <laughs> I hate people say, let me get the salmon. What the fuck Sa is salmon? salmon? He saw the colors and he was freaking out because he's like, I'm not going to wear pajamas. Pajamas? That's color. Like, oh, yeah. uh, the colors, because it was too loud. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I heard different shades of tan, brown, and so, gray. So I have a right. unique wardrobe. My, my wardrobe is about as unique as my iPod. Jerseys. I, I, I'm a jersey guy by trade. Wearing the Kobe today, the number eight throwback. But Jordan. And and I don't know. Don't even get that conversation. <laughs> don't. Yeah. But I'm trying to take myself to being, you know, a young white man roaming the streets of Colombia <laughs> <laughs> with a nice cubano on my hand, yeah. no, yeah, little well, little so, pan, Pandora hat or whatever, right? And I don't feel like pastel salmon and teal is a cool thing in Colombia, is it? Yes, it was like absolutely. eight years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, my first and second trip. Jesus fucking Christ with this motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm going to turn it off. Hey, dude, just revving it for no reason. Sturgis is done, guys. Yeah. yeah so it, it was. Uh, you guys had it like a discoteca or something? <laughs> no, no. I don't know where the hell we were going. Like grocery shopping, maybe? <laughs> he was drunk, so yeah. you know. Yeah, man, the Latin culture is fucking crazy. Honey? Especially when you're, you're, you're 12 pack deep by 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but, uh, I did, where were we going when you were trying to dress me that day? You well, when you were trying to dress me that he, day. He was always complaining about the weather. And like, he complains anyways. Oh, yeah, he complains sure. every single do day. He complains in Colombia. He complains in the United States. He complains. <laughs> doesn't matter where he is. He complains. Yeah, yeah that's about right. That's Kiva. 
funny. And if you don't know me now, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think of Columbia. I think of so I watched. Uh, Oh my God! I'm gonna go blank. Narco? Narco? No. Well, that was like no. By the way, we have what? coffee yeah, flowers. Yeah. Um, what's the show that was on HBO that um, Mark Wahlberg did that was like uh, um, the other guy? What'd you say? Entourage. Entourage. Yeah, Entourage. Entourage. And I and I yeah. think of, of the dude was like at season three or four. He had a he had to film the movie Medellin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where okay. I'm from. Okay. Yeah, think, yeah. You're from there, actually? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I so saw, I saw it in Hollywood on, on, uh-huh, on nice. Entourage, so. That's funny, yeah. but when I think about that, I yeah, think about he, that. Here's the off. funny part. If you ever talk to anybody that's from Colombia, they're all from Medellin. Uh, all <laughs> all <laughs> countries. <laughs> the whole country is either there or Bogota. Yeah. Right, they don't want to admit that they're from some, somewhere else. So tell me this, Lance, as as uh, as as, as, a, as a pale fellow from Wisconsin, whiter <laughs> uh, than mayonnaise. Uh, I like to tell people. Did you? What's that feel like? Because I know, like, when I'm to Japan and stuff, like you can just feel people looking at you. It, it, you know, you feel out yeah. of place. Did you feel that way in Colombia? You're definitely the only white dude. There. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I, yeah, absolutely, I did. I think you feel worse in Miami, in my brother's what? wedding. Yeah, it's like a, I feel like I'm the only American here. I, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I go. I, I had some weird experiences at a Walgreens in Miami. <laughs> uh, Elaborate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a Walgreens. I don't know what the hell we were, why we were there. I was there with with uh, with some my cousin. brother in yeah. law. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why we were there. I can't remember. But he was drunk. Well, yeah, I'm running. You know. Yeah, if you don't know me, I'm pretty much always wasted. <laughs> We've been uh, there. It's fine. <laughs> last night. Yeah. <laughs> did you, like, did the cartel come to fucking... <laughs> no, no. Give me some bricks? No, it wasn't that. It was just that, you know, it, everybody else definitely took notice that I was the only bald-headed white guy. You know, like... Say, probably referencing to... Uh, Mr. Norton and uh, Mary well, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like, you know, why is the FBI or like yeah. ICE here? Yeah. You know, yeah. it was like, hey, I'm just, uh, you know, trying to hang out and have a good but time. Which, looking at you, what you, so Lance is wearing like a black polo and like some dark charcoal colored car. This pants. is Tommy Bahama shit. And with the, 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 the haircut and everything, he looks like he could be an undercover fucking yeah, CIA agent. Like, he looks he like really does. So like I that. totally get that. I take a note from Josh Hahn. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So you listen to Lil Yachty when you go to Walmart. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> but this is the guy that goes to bed at 10 p.m. And when he met a Colombian. 10.30 is a late night. That's when Yes. He's yeah. in yeah. a recliner at 3 a.m. asking what time is everybody leaving. And we yeah, just so what started. She, thought, she, she threw a goddamn party at our house when we still live in Wisconsin. Mm. At 3.30 in the morning, they started cooking breakfast. Have you, have you ever been to a Latin party? Like, people like, didn't fall asleep yet? Experience. Oh, no. We, no. You just merged and from no dinner to breakfast? And no intention of going, yeah. to, going <laughs> to bed yet. We were making a circle, hugging, jumping, oh. and yeah. doing shots. And that was the part that everybody's singing. Yeah. And he, Brian, Brian saw this shit, so, and he was yeah. done by, like, midnight. Yeah, if you've so, ever been to a Latin party, it'll be up. No, yeah, put the book down. This shit's yeah. so, <laughs> We have soup at 6 Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to detour this podcast real quick. Something just came to mind. So normally, uh, first off, this is the first female voice I think we've ever heard on the podcast. Sorry, Uh, no. (laughs) But just these dots started stacking. Yeah. How 
is a Colombian end up in fucking Wisconsin? <laughs> All right, I'm going to take my lead. Let her explain this one. Go pee. <laughs> because y'all met in Wisconsin, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was um, working in Florida, in Miami, and I met somebody from Wisconsin, and I was only making $6 per hour, having two jobs. And they, the guy told me, hey, in Wisconsin, we have a lot of Mexican farmers that like companies always are looking for like somebody that speaks Spanish and English, so we need translators there. Oh, okay. And they pay pretty good. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try. So Just I, talk and make yeah. more money. Yeah. Yes, make That's more easy. money. Yeah. So I flew over there and... Good thing you didn't walk. By yourself? With my Fan? son. At okay. the time, I was a single mom. So I, I, I didn't speak any English. So I was teaching myself after work and my days off. So I got to Wisconsin and I met this lady that works. It was the manager in a, uh, one of the banks. And she told me, I have the contact. This girl is from Panama. She works for a company that she they need somebody that speaks Spanish because they only have two guys that speak Spanish and English. Um, they would pay you nine dollars per hour. Oh my god, that sounds great. From six dollars oh, yeah. to nine, I'm moving. So I don't care. Yeah. I didn't know Wisconsin was in the map. So, <laughs> Most of us still don't know yeah. that. <laughs> hey, fuck off. <laughs> so I moved to Wisconsin and I'm like, Did you even have a jacket before that? Yeah, right. Nothing. Yeah. All, Just all my freezing. clothes and yeah. my son's clothes were like shorts, hot and shorts sandals, yeah. and everything like hot weather. I got there and I need to start buying like a blankets, snow pants, snow shoes, everything for 20 Bolster like a super cold weather. Really cold in Colombia? No, we we have. Well, two. No, come on. Okay, Bogota is the capital of Colombia, and we have cold weather there, but it's, it's not like that Seattle. bad. It's like Seattle weather. You but know? you moved to Miami, you didn't like pack your yeah. parka. Uh huh. <laughs> so, so I got there, and my neighbors were like just cows. I'm like, where is the people in this town? Like, where is everybody? Like, I. Uh, where am I living? You know, I was freaking out. Work, home, homework, and Walmart for groceries. Suddenly, I started like, okay, meeting more people, more like Latin community, and then I started learning so more stuff. <laughs> there, I my, my boss told me two years later, like, okay, you need to start speaking English. We're going to start like giving you uh, some customers. I was working for a, a collection company. Calling uh, Miami, calling California. Yeah, yeah, which oddly enough, I work for the same it's company. It's so funny. He was working for the same company part time. I was full time. I never saw him in this company. So y'all didn't even meet. Never no. met. No. We I left, joined the Navy, came back, and that's when we met. Holy shit. Yes, crazy. my best friend. I met yeah. when I decided three years later, like, okay, I'm done working here. From $9 per hour, I started making 13 because I started learning myself, like teaching myself to speak English. That's why my pronunciation and my accent is stronger. It's you know, like it's different. Because but I, you're, you're speaking very well. So. I can read, I can write, but my pronunciation is, is complicated. So right? the English language is English stupid. Language is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like in Spanish, yeah. A is A. It's not like that sometimes E yeah. Yeah. next to the I yeah. or whatever. So that's why I'm, I have hard time. So, so tell me this. I have this question. So I grew up in California, and I never saw snow fall from the sky 
until I moved to Connecticut. 22, 21 years old, first time I saw snow falling, right? I'm sorry. What was that experience? <laughs> yeah, for you? It was saw beautiful. Snow. Like, uh, my son and I, we were outside, like, with our, our mouth open and doing a snow, snow angels. angels. <laughs> it was so cool. And then when people started telling, like, you cannot go outside with your hair wet because it can break. And my, like, my nose and my eyes got dry and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, this is a nightmare. But I learned. I was there for 20 years. Wow. And I, I... How old were you when you moved here to I the was, States? I um, was in my 20s. 20s? Yeah, I was... I, I lived, like, three years in Miami working three different jobs. Um, and then, like I said, not speaking any English. And then I moved to Wisconsin. And I started working in this company collecting just in Spanish and then like they were pushing me okay you need to speak English we're going to give you some English uh, customers and I, I was freaking out and suddenly I start typing and listening and everything having a little hard time you know speaking English but uh, from nine dollars to thirteen dollars it was worth learning the language right. yes that was my motivation I was pushing myself and then uh, getting bonus like a uh, Okay, if you make you go for this month, and I start making like five hundred dollars for my bonus, I'm like a yes. And then I bought my own house, my own car, and told Lance join Navy. No, this is the funny part. Three years later, I said, okay, I'm going to. I'm tired of collecting people bitching and complaining. I'm going to start going to school. What am I going to do? I like to be a lawyer, but I don't know if I can do that here. I was going to school in Colombia, and I was trying to be a lawyer there, but the laws are different. So I'm decided, like, okay, I'm going to be a nurse. So I went to school for nursing. And I started learning English and like medical terminology, like myself, like people took four hours going, like studying for a, a, a test, it took me 10 hours because yeah. I need to translate everything. Yeah. And single mom working full time, it was hard. I only slept like four hours every day. She and still does, but that's like me also, though. But I don't, I'm not learning English. But. And there is where I met this girl that she grew up next to Lance, his farm, and was Lance's uh, sister's. Lance had a farm? Yes, he lived. Still, still do. Why does he that surprise you? He has a neighbor around farmer. Did they grow Brett Favre's out yeah. there? They have yeah, corn. Shock he has cows. And chickens right. and all that stuff. I'm just gonna start calling Lance mayonnaise. You're right. Oh good, my good God! Wider than mayonnaise. Yeah. So, Lance, I have a question for you. Please. Part two. All right, Lance, I have a question for you. All right. Are you familiar with the Netflix show Making a Murderer? <laughs> what? That's like a I'm familiar with it, that, but yeah. I haven't watched. That's your town. You, 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 you haven't no, watched it. <laughs> I was really hoping that you're gonna be able to shed some light on that. No. I don't think you did it. No, I, I I heard it's a bunch of crap, but I haven't watched it. Sorry. Damn it. All right. Well, Chris is uh, needs to go to dinner. So uh, do we have <laughs> do we have a question for him to let him go to dinner? So to let him go to dinner. Um, I mean, I guess, I guess. All right. So fill in the blank. Oh fuck. Taylor Swift is a singer. Boo. Oh. That's a boy. Come on, do something. Same I'm stuff. not. I'm not a fan of taste. The only thing that reminds me of Taysway is not a fill in the blank. Taysway. Oh, Taysway. You more. You know more than you let on. So, you so, Taysway. So here, here we go. Yeah. We have these things. Obviously, most of you know that that happened on uh, 
When you go across certain events, i.e. going across the equator, going across all this yeah, other yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I was the ship's barber during that point in time, and uh, uh, I had to act a little bit more uh, limp if you will. <laughs> um, so here we can't go. Say you shook it off. <laughs> I can't. Well, no, I can fucking cuss. I can say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we go. I went through like all the magazines. I like pulled out all like, the mail model things and posted them all over the wall in front of them. And, and where did then, you get all? And then all I was like, hey, what, what do we have? And someone had an iPod. And I was like, like, what do you have? I'm like, you know, it's it's music. I had some Taylor Swift. I was like, put it on repeat. Put the album. Let's go. So like I listened to that for like hours as I had guys going through here. And just so you know, I guess it's more for women. Um, if a guy doesn't have hair in his head, I'll tell you mm-hmm. one thing. He has hair on his chest like crazy and his back like crazy. Yes. Because I was putting like oils and peanut butter and jelly. Like wow. I was messing up their hair. Uh, and they're like, ha, I'm bald. I'm like, oh, really? I, went, I reached out on the chest and it's just full of hair. Oh, so I'm like, there God. you go. Now oh, you guys yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you going with this? Yeah. That's, that's, my, that's my taste way. Oh. And then the fact that my... Becca listens to it like crazy. I like, guess she's been playing her new album like on repeat. Uh, supposedly we're not supposed to listen to that though. It's supposed to be like with chicks drinking wine, I think, when you when she wrote that album. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're allowed to do that. Um, man, I had one for Lance. Alright. Alright. So clearly me and Brian got a good bromance going on here, right? Romance. <laughs> you guys make Top a good couple. Top show. <laughs> what's, Top the best, what's the best on screen bromance? On screen? <laughs> Think about movies or whatever, like good, good, good promance. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! I don't, I don't remember dude's name. I was gonna say Rocky in his, in his, in his trainer. Apollo Creed? No, no, no his trainer. Yeah, oh. trainer. The old dude, Mick. Mick. Yeah. What about you, Chris? What do you think? Now I'm like literally swallowed so a little bit dumb and I'm drawing a blank, but like uh like Goodwill Honey, Matt Damon and uh Oh uh um Oh and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah, like ben those Affleck. two, like together. That's pretty good. I'm gonna go with Brian. I love you man with oh. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, that was a good one. That was a good bromance. I love you man. That's a great bromance. I love you, bro Montana. Yeah. I- I think that any movie that The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart, Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> pop hey, that's a good one. They're money, dude. Yeah, they're that's a good romance. Money though. That's not a yeah, but that's not a like a on screen bromance. That's like a real world. That that is that is a real world one. You are true. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Good answer. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. What the oh. fuck? What are you, 17? Yeah. <laughs> no, man. But I'm Mountain Dew if it goes to that route. Oh, so it's, it's kind of like a weird mix. I oh, mean, we're it's... talking about Columbia, so it might be a different kind of thing. <laughs> 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 oh, that's true. Uh, are you still oh, like you guys? <laughs> Lance, if you could lock one person up into a mental institution, who would it be? Yourself. My wife? Yourself. <laughs> 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 Brian, what are you bad at? Uh, Apparently yesterday staying awake. That is that is Staying true. Awake was, uh, was Chris, that? best part of waking up. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, I'm, about, I'm about to say it. It is coffee. Like, that's like my whole routine. Like, I get up. Coffee. I Do you have gold- coffee before you get in your car? Oh yeah. Yes. Like, I have a golden retriever and a lab. So like the first thing I do is my lab knows into like so shitty like. It does not bug Becca at all. So Finn's a lab name. It leaves Becca alone. Let's just sleep in. It, but it, it, if I'm home, like if I'm on like, you know, on duty or underway, like doesn't mess with her at all. But if I'm at home, like 
I get up at like anywhere between 5, 25, 30 in the morning, and like the dog is in my face. Yeah. Anyway, hey, we so this routine. We yeah. get up, I get up, and I go start my coffee, and then I start walking the dogs. The first thing, though, before I go is I make a cup of coffee. Well, you ever notice like you tiptoe around your house when your wife's asleep? Oh, and yeah. And then like when she gets up, it's like fucking Hurricane Hugo. <laughs> and like just loud as fuck. That, like, that is true. Like, <laughs> absolutely. And I that, we're actually even better at it because we're submariners. Yeah. We know how to open and close a door. Yeah. Yep. Right? And it's just. Fingers. You don't even know. I, I've become so good at it. Now, we do have a, a white noise machine in our in our room or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she there's times. She hears the alarm go off, but. That's usually the last thing she ever hears. I've gotten, uh, we've gotten to the point where she can't sleep without a pen. Yeah, it's a hey, white noise machine mm-hmm. is where it's yeah. at, though. It yeah. is. Thunderstorm, thunderstorm sounds. White noise. And then I take my shit out, and then I can't hear fucking anything anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll ride Sonar go. Oh, man. I'm trying to like, blow through these ones that we didn't finish yesterday. That's all right. Oh, Lance. God, I want to hear this. <laughs> it better be good. Don't you've been copping out on some yeah. of these fucking good oh, questions. Oh, come on. All right. Stupidest thing you've ever done, and what was it? Baby. Oh. <laughs> I got a hard right, man. Yeah, I mean, how deep you want to go? <laughs> Stupidest thing you ever did on a submarine. Okay. Mm. Let's narrow it down here. Oh. Uh, Trying to keep it interesting, I can't think of many. Uh, I, di- I did have, you know, back in the day when it was very much less frowned upon, uh, I did an entire series of pre underways. Uh, in like a watch? Well, no, I was told after we got underway that I did them all, but I don't remember doing most of them. <laughs> I was in sweatpants and a sweatshirt. At about two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> after we had gotten back from Waikiki, yeah, uh, runway's complete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did that. I had uh, so uh, to so the people can't be blamed here. Um, two torpedo men friends of mine. Uh, one of them was like, "I want, I need to get a tattoo underway. That's got in my bucket list. I've got that. I've seen that. I've gotten that." Underway, yeah. so yep. so Brian wasn't my guy, so he's already down himself out yeah. here on this. Uh, but so a friend of mine we, uh, got a tattoo. He was TM one. The other guy was TM two, and in uh, Ford DLC there, uh, he got a tattoo of, of of a drunken bird on his ass cheeks. <laughs> Underway submerged Ford DLC. Team team two may or may not have been on watch. Um, and and I, I don't know if I have the balls to do that. That's some TM shit right there. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little different the lower level. Yeah, it's right. A, it's a little, little, a little, a little, little different. Way yeah. we'll more fun. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done that you can tell us on this forum? Uh, the dumbest thing I've ever done? <laughs> uh, I still like bottles when I was a kid, but uh, I tried to throw. I I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but like I remember being mad at my dad, and I tried to throw a B at him. A bee. Yeah, a bee. I didn't realize bees sting people. And I was a fucking idiot. And I still think about this right now. I was like, I'm like, I was pissed off at my dad. 
and I tried to throw a bee at him, and it stung the shit out of me, and I was crying. While it was in your hand? Yeah, while it was in my hand. I'm going to catch this bee. <laughs> He's not going to do anything right, to me. Right, right. I'm suffocating yeah, yeah, inside right, my yeah, hand yeah, right now. Yeah. Like, I, still, I was like four or some shit. I still remember this because I was a fucking idiot. I had a similar thing yeah. with that yeah. with wasps. Yeah. I was probably like six or yeah. seven, and we were doing a slip and slide yeah. thing. And wetting it down, and these wasps kept going around. So I was like, "Well, if I spray them with water, they'll go away." Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, I still remember. I was like, "I can't believe I did that." I was yeah. stung on the side of my no. neck. I felt like I was dying. I actually had the first case of COVID in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't breathe. I had a fucking fever. You know, it was it was, it was fucking, fucking crazy. Uh, man, I think we got through. Have you oh, seen? Chris, what is illegal? Huh? Yeah. What is illegal? Yeah. Don't start reciting fucking laws. Apparently, here. Uh, masturbating on an airplane. Thanks a lot, Obama. <laughs> That's probably illegal. That's probably been illegal before then. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anything you're caught doing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah, my you, answer. Yeah. yeah. Anything <laughs> you get caught doing. It's illegal when you get caught, right? And then you're like, shit. Is it better to ask for uh, permission? Or forgiveness. forgiveness? Neither running. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what was your favorite childhood TV show? Ah, crap. It was a show called uh, Ronin Warriors. Okay. So, I mean, I remember very specifically, we had this little, I don't know, 8-inch TV screen, like portable TV that me and my brother uh, had in our room. Up in a bunk bed when we were younger. It's and on the floor. It's kind of turned out. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it came on on Saturday at like 8 o'clock. So it was like we were young kids. Right and they made sure kids. that we were up at 8 o'clock in the morning just to watch this TV show. What was it called? Ronin Warriors. I didn't know what that is. What about yeah, you? most people don't, which is the crazy thing about it. What about you, Lance? Do you have a favorite childhood TV show? Oh, well, not. We watched the shit out of Johnny Quest Ooh, when no. I was a kid. That was my dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's, I'm from the middle of goddamn nowhere, so it was mostly <laughs> reruns. There's a whole lot of, uh, Home Improvement was big. Yeah. You know, some, good one. some Tim Allen shit back in the day. Oh, can you, can you do it? Can you do it, Tim Allen? I, I picture that being oh, your oh, favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> I picture that being your favorite show. Yeah. 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 Brian, what would you do if a wild goose started chasing you? Cook that motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're from North Carolina. You yeah. live on a There's, farm. You're somewhere about a block away, man. Yeah. We can go get one and have some dinner. Oh, my God. I mean, we step on goose shit all the time because it's fucking all over the base. <laughs> Lance, what's the most ex- embarrassing moment you've experienced with your parents? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> that was quick. Uh, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> outside of like, my mom used to like to play this fucking game. Right. Oh, like, so you'd be like at the Walmart or whatever. As you're checking out, hey, I'll go get the car and pull it up. You bring the shit out, and we'll just load it up like right in front of the store. May or may not pay for our stuff yeah. sometimes. No, no, after payment. Okay. The game was, or the joke was, she'd pull up, you'd come out with the stuff, like pop the pop the trunk, and she'd drive off. <laughs> so you'd be standing there like a jackass all by yourself. <laughs> so one time I got. Uh, fed up enough. And you knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and figured it was coming. I was trying to get in the car and she tried to drive off and uh, smack the window with my closed fist. 
and uh, she stopped the car and then uh, berated the hell out of me in front of everybody you know, coming out of the store. Yeah. yeah. Everybody you know because it's yeah, small towers. I was the asshole for hitting the window on the car. That was going to be leaving you. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, the, the, you know, leave me alone in the parking lot. Uh, Chris, give the person on your left a compliment. Fuck, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not possible. You, you don't have to do that. <laughs> You're the nicest black Mexican white guy I've ever met. But it's, that seems to be the routine here. They're like, man. You're like the black Mexican <laughs> black guy. Uh, Brian, do you have a special talent? No. I do, not. <laughs> do not. He could. How many cigars can you smoke a day? Mm-hmm. That's a talent. Mm-hmm. Probably the most I've done is probably eight. Eight? Holy Eight? Jesus Christ. Can you taste anything? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had eight in a week. That's... Holy shit. The guy, the, guy who lived, the guy who lived to be 104, Richard <laughs> Smoked Oakley. a cigar a day. Yeah. Not eight. Yeah, he smoked eight. No, he smoked eight. I posted the video. He smoked eight cigars a day. I'm like, I mean, I guess Life that dude's doing it. Life goals. Work stressful. Yeah, it's, it's good, man. Work stressful. Yeah. Lance, if you could buy something for the person to your right, what would you buy them? His wife, that's his wife. Yeah, that's his wife. Uh, better, uh, better think hard about that one. Well, it's yeah, that's a tough one because whatever she, she wants. That's well, the, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the easy answer. It's the trip. Whatever the hell she wants. She the shit for engraving on glasses. Yeah, yeah. She's been real big in the yeah some in uh, some some engraving. Equipment lately. She's she's pretty fire with it. She's uh she's making sailors and sticks uh branch yeah. out. So yeah. By the way, sure. she is like yeah trying to be the the number one swag provider for she, sailors. She's and trying real real hard at that. Real hard at that. Uh, Brian, favorite yeah. joke? Go. Oh great. Oh man. He's you're a stand up comedian. These jokes are. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna take away all the ones that might offend people, I guess. Oh, boo! <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, one thing that I like to say is that uh, when I when I'm on stand when I'm on stage is to say that my mom had a threesome with a midget from Bad Sand and a Crayola box. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorites. If any of you have met Brian, then yeah. you'd be like, oh, that yeah. makes sense. Oh, so yeah. That's one, of my, that's one of my favorites. That's oh, my favorite God. Chris, if you could talk to the president, what would you talk about? Oh, that's a tough one. Matching routine? I don't, I don't know. Like, Trump. Trump? All right. I was so hair. <laughs> honestly, yeah. like it has to be <laughs> oh, his hair. Right. What his the hair. fuck? You would ask him about his <laughs> hair. Oh, and or tanning. Like what? What do you? No, he looks orange. That'd be fine. Like, yeah, the orange man on the TV, <laughs> yeah. as we like to refer to him. As Are you the original Oompa Loompa? <laughs> right. My husband and I, we have a thing. Every time we hear him talking, we say we are going to do shots. Every time he said. <laughs> yeah, something something gotta be like overly great. Like it's the most amazing. Do a shot. <laughs> it's the best ever. Do a shot. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Shot, we'd be ha- shot. yeah, we'd be hammered in three minutes. How do you cook a steak? Medium rare. Rare? 
I walk that shit through the kitchen and Ooh. just put it on my plate. Yeah, there oh, you go. like rare. Yeah, rare. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're more man yeah. than I am. Wow. Right? So I, I used to be medium well. This is like 15 years ago. Pod- this podcast is over. And then I became medium. I am now I'm medium like rare. Okay, medium okay, rare okay. is okay. is the only way. To, and I'm so snobby with my meat now that I usually go to the meat market in Kimsville or I go to the farmers market up here. Yeah, that's completely. And you can't cook. A medium rare or even a medium steak, if it's, unless it's thick enough. Yeah, you can't yeah. pay attention yeah. to what you're getting. So for me, it could be the same six ounces, but it needs to be like two inches thick and yeah. a little more. Sure. You know? yeah. I eat my burger rare too. No, that's a fucking X nay. What? You gotta like you medium well. No, nah, dude. Man. I, there's something about looking at ground nah. beef, nah, man. pink, that's nah. different to me than a ribeye. Nope. Dude, I grew up eating cannibal sandwiches. That's raw ground beef. Raw. Raw. Yeah. Raw. Not yeah. cooked at all. What, like, what is a raw right? fucking tar-tar, hamburger tar-tar, taste like? Yeah. With a fucking slab of onion. Beef no tartare. Yeah, no, man. Dude, I, eat, I eat fucking my burger real yeah, as fuck. That, that was the cow in the freezer that you'd be like, like oh, that was fucking You literally put on the grill for about 15 seconds and just sear it and then you're good to go. Yeah. Brian, I eat my burger like that. Do you wear a seat belt because you have to or because you want to? Because I have to. Yeah. Have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Chris, number one pet peeve. People that smack their food. That is kind of annoying. <laughs> and I have a couple people in the office that love doing it. Joe Bougie? <laughs> Joe Bougie is the bigger... And then I brought it up. And if you him. hear this, I apologize, but it's a thing. <laughs> but the funny part is, yeah, Joe, if you do again hear this, the funny part was he, I, I brought it up to him, he's like, yeah, that bothers me too. I'm like... Then stop. You do it. You. And I'm like, you do it. He's like, no, I don't. My wife would have told me. I'm like... That your wife just she loves you way too way much, too much. Let you, you know. You know, I have a pet peeve of when I'm talking about food is so. I know a lot of people like them. I hate the fucking smell of Doritos. Doritos, <laughs> really? And which, I one? was, which ones? Any. Really? Of them? It, when you open up a bag of Doritos, it has a scent, whether it's Cool yeah. Ranch or Nacho Cheese. Yeah, I and yeah. It, it's gross to me. I'm a, I'm just a tortilla chip with salsa guacamole. That's how I think chips should be eaten. Snob. I like salt and vinegar uh, Pringles. Those are really oh. good, also. Amen. Um, but the only thing that will like even out that smell is I have to eat one. So I don't even really like them. But if someone pops them open, I just have to grab one and eat it. It's fucking weird, right? It's just. I just... <laughs> That's how I started with pork rinds. I'm like these are things are nasty, and I started eating them like. They're still nasty, and then I just, for some reason, kept eating them. Then it was like, I love pork rinds now. Funyuns. Like, <laughs> like people aren't big on onions. Or I love onions. <laughs> I fucking love onions, right? But, mm-hmm. like, who would be like, what board, I, what board meeting was like, let's make a chip for onions? I don't hey, partake in events that lead me to the idea that Funyuns are a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be high for that. Like that. Oh, uh, oh my god. Oh, that's crazy. Alright, so, this was very fun, very impromptu. Uh, with some good conversation. I hope you guys like this. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and end this podcast uh, back to back to back because we're getting uh, Mike from uh, Pale Horse uh, Primo Cigars. We're recording him tomorrow. So we're at the Pacey's out. Jesus yeah. Christ, we're fucking busy guys here. That we got going on right here. But uh, Sarah Six, uh, Virginia Beach. This is uh, Chris, Lance, Brian. This is Nick. We out. <laughs>